You're listening to episode number 36. It's not that you have bad ideas. It's that you have bad self-confidence. So how many of you have had an idea come to you and then you see somebody else who executed on it and made a killing? If that sounds like you, then you are going to love this podcast because you're going to stop sabotaging your ideas and start making them a reality already. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so thankful that we get this time together. Now, in this episode, I want to help you if you feel like you're truly stuck, like you don't have any ideas, you have no way to go forward, and you are absolutely stuck. This is for you. So please listen to the entirety of this episode, or if you know somebody who feels like they're stuck and can benefit from this, please share this episode. So... Last week, I spoke at an event about money mindset, and afterwards, a gentleman came up to me and he asked me, what what was the quantum leap? What did I do that created the quantum leap in my life from living out of a car to actually having six figures and then other, you know, business opportunities and so much going on in my life? And as I I stood there, the first thing that came to mind was gratitude, keeping a gratitude journal, programming my mind to focus on abundance rather than lack. And before I get into the rest of this uh, podcast, I just want to divert here a little bit on focusing on abundance because we have this problem, toilet paper problem (laughs) in America, uh, where people are buying all the toilet paper. I don't know why. My son can't even, the daycare that he goes to can't even get toilet paper because everybody's scared that they're, they can't get out in public anymore once it's, uh, anyway. So uh, we are being indoctrinated down to the toilet paper level on lack. Okay, let's just take it there uh, in all sorts of ways. The media just loves it. They just love having you live in fear and lack because then you'll turn on the news and then you'll get this disease and then you'll need the medications and then you'll need the alcohol and tobacco and whatever else and you'll be feeding all these industries for generations to come. Wonderful, right? So uh, I'm not kidding. Okay, I banged that drum. Um, Back to getting ideas. Back to getting ideas. Just like focusing on abundance is a synapsis, it's a muscle, it's proteins, rubbing shoulders in your brain over and over again. So your proteins are rubbing shoulders. That's it. You know, like this idea that you are stuck, this idea that you aren't enough, this idea that you aren't qualified is just proteins in your mind bouncing off each other over and over and again, that they created a super highway. And that's your belief. That's your default mode. So when you get into a situation Your subconscious will just use that thought process, that belief, that identity as a default highway to drive down. So even though we might be believing that we're thinking everything out logically, it's that default highway. And that default highway can be 
reiterated over and over and over again based on your environment that you live in, the people you hang out with, the media that you consume, the books that you read, the songs that you listen to, the stories that you tell yourself, the words that you use, everything, your whole day. You are repeating those processes and those superhighways in your brain. Now, last week in our 21-Day Mindset Reset Challenge, I had people list out all their wins and then go live in the group and share them. And one woman goes live and she's talking about this amazing win that she had. It's so profound. So she helped keep a family together. The parents in this family were broke and they were losing their home. And therefore, the system thought that the children would be better off in foster care. And she and her husband stepped in and found a way to keep this family together. And 10 years on, this family is still together, thanks to her. And so she shared this in the group, along with some other wins. And then shortly afterwards, she deleted the video. She took that video down because she thought it was awkward to be sharing that. She did not feel comfortable sharing her win. She has never, ever shared a win. And therefore, the first time that she did it, it felt really weird. It felt really bonkers. And so she deleted it. And it was just in this private Facebook group where only a few hundred people were going to see it, not even the whole world. Nobody was going to outside of that group was going to see it. And she deleted it. How many things, how many wins have you had that you have never shared with anybody? I'll tell you a good win I had this morning. Daylight savings, hardest day to get your kids off to school. Not only did we get them to school in time, but I made waffles before they went to school. Now, to me, that's a really big win. (laughs) Not saving the world type of win, but that's a win. And when you write those down every single day, every single day, and I say at least eight, man, there are journals out there. There's a five minutes and 90 seconds or 30 second gratitude journal. Why would you only brag about your wins to the universe for 30 seconds? Why would you only want to work on a muscle for five minutes? Why wouldn't you want to be doing that all day long? And not just writing it in your journal, but sharing it with the universe. And I'm not talking about being narcissistic. I don't think I could get you to be narcissistic or braggadocious about this. Look at the person who's running our country right now. His stakes are the best. His schools are the best. His casinos are the best. His golf course is the best. His policies are the best. Everything is the best. He is banging those protons, okay, that's not a very good way to say it, but he's he's knocking those protons together over and over and over again. He believes it. And when he believes it, when an idea comes to him, he is not going to buck down and say, I'm not the one for this. How many times have you had a good idea and you talked yourself out of it saying, I am not qualified. I need one more certificate. I need one more program. I need need to hire one more person to help me out with this. I cannot execute on this. I'll tell you, the biggest things that I've done are the craziest and yet the most profound. And so I'll give you a few examples of when 
And these are all the little, like, these ideas have come to me and there was no way I was able to pull them off. One idea, I wanted to study in Germany for a year. I had no money. I have never been on a plane before. I did not speak a lick of German. I have not even been out of the middle of America. And yet I wanted to go over to Germany for a year and live there. No rationale in there. I did it. And it changed the whole trajectory of my life. And had I waited until I learned German, until I had enough money, I never would have went. I never would have pulled the trigger on that. And because I did that, I was able to go live in Europe. I was able to have jobs that I wanted to do, discover parts of myself and my abilities. I, I traveled all over Europe on my own. And because I traveled all over Europe on my own, I went home. I got an MBA because I said to myself, hey, if you can go over in Germany and learn another language and travel all over Europe, you can get an MBA. Now, mind you, before I went to Europe, I was practically flunking out of university. But I got came back and I got this idea, hey, you can get an MBA. Why don't you try that? Because you want to go travel some more. So why don't you have somebody else pay for your travels? So I got an MBA. And the only reason I did that is because I believed in myself. I was not the smartest person in my MBA class. But yet I was president of the MBA of all the MBA students or not. No, I was president of all the graduate students of all the people getting uh, law degrees and in pre-med. All these people in graduate school, I was the president of all of them simply because I said, hey, if I can go learn another language, get an MBA, I can be president of these kids. Come on. Do you see the pattern here? Do you see what happened and how we got the president we have now? Is getting the ideas and executing on them. You can always talk yourself out of any idea with rationale. You can always say you don't have enough time, you don't have enough money, you're too old, you're too young, you're too fat, you're too skinny, you're too whatever. Live in the wrong place, you got too many kids, you don't have any kids, you don't have a husband, you have a husband, whatever. There's an excuse. There was a man who he failed at everything. He failed at his marriage. He failed at parenthood. In fact, he tried to kidnap his own daughter and he failed at that. The best job he ever got was a fry cook. And then he retired. He turned, turned 65, retired, and the government gave him a measly little check. And he thought, gosh, I failed at everything. And now I can't even live off of the money that the government is giving me. And I have to rely on them for everything. Why even live. I am such a failure. And so he went to a tree to go hang himself. And as he was sitting under the tree, writing out his will or writing his last words, he started to write down all the things that he wished he would have done with his life. And this sparked a new energy inside of him. It sparked a little desire to live just a little bit more. So he took that money, that $60 or 70 bucks that he got from the government, and he went to somebody and he said, hey, can you loan me some money? I promise to pay you back. If anything, I'll give you my last check. And he went out and he got some chicken and he cooked it up. And then he went around the neighborhood and he sold that fried chicken. And now, today, 
It's a multi-billion dollar business called Kentucky Fried Chicken. And he died a very, very wealthy man. Ideas do not know age. They do not know any boundaries. They come to you because you asked for them. And now it's time for you to believe in yourself and start executing on them. All right. Until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.